here we are. Aaron Whitlow. Brandon Spivey. Oh, Lord, don't pause. No dead air. <laughs> we are the Mark Out Movie Podcast. And on today's episode, uh, we are, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Oh, jeez. Scare me. This guy over here, he's full of, <laughs> he's full of stuff. All right, today we're going to be discussing uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, which we'll be revisiting. We've seen it before. It's with us. This was my third time watching this movie. Brandon, how about yourself? Uh, third or fourth. Okay. Um, I saw it twice but, in theater, so yeah, it'd be third. Third. Before we get uh, into uh, our, our actual discussion. I'd like to ask Brandon how his Friday went because he went to Zany's and he seen a very special guest in Zany's. <laughs> oh, it <laughs> was, uh, man, it was so energetic. Uh, saw Marlon Wayans. Um, but even before he came out, the other two comedians were very ener- energetic. I have no idea who they are, but they were very energetic. Um, I mean, Marlon, watching Marlon do stand-up is, it felt like watching him unscripted for like an hour, like on a TV show or something. It was just, I've always been a big fan of his, um, so it was it was a, it was an honor to get to watch him. Uh, like, I mean, I can't even put it into words. It was just awesome, you know? And he did, he's like, when he came out, can I keep it real with you? And he made a joke about Magic Johnson having AIDS. <laughs> can I keep it real? Why did oh, it, wow. Why did God have to take code? Why couldn't he take Magic? Magic has had, had AIDS for how many years? 30 years? <laughs> Chadwick Boseman, too. He, he said, why couldn't he take Ant-Man? <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. It's like that's our that's the only superhero we got, and Blank Man don't count. Uh, it was a at his brother. That's pretty funny. Yeah, and oh man, he was just the way he talked about his parents. Oh man, it was just hilarious and uh, emotional because he lost his mom to, during the pandemic. So he was talking about how he said goodbye to her, and made it funny. But oh, man, it was just it was a, a lot of emotions there. Oh, wow. <laughs> but yeah, he 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 made fun of one guy that had his arm around the chair, like it was his date, like three times. It's like the guy wouldn't take his arm off the chair, so it's just I don't know. It was just it was hilarious. That's pretty cool. That's awesome, though. I've never yeah. uh, the only comedians I've ever seen was uh, uh, two Nashville comedians. One uh, they're very funny, Jamal Gardner, and uh, his name is. Uh, What's his name? Someone's name is uh, Pryor, DJ Pryor, I think. J- some Pryor, something like that. But uh, they were very funny. Jamal was the funniest. He was actually pretty hilarious, um, and he was funny after a host of other people that were not funny. So he came in and kind of brought the house down. Uh, but yeah. Oh, and I seen Sinbad live, which you know it wasn't what I expected. I love Sinbad, but it wasn't. It probably was as memorable as uh, as Marlon Wayans. So, yeah. my was I like all the Wayne brothers. So, he got on a stool right in front of me, and, and 
my guest, Tiffany, uh, which was a birthday gift from her. And he got on the stool. He put the microphone between his legs and said, lick it. <laughs> Just, but he was talking about Hollywood. <laughs> Look, I love your expression. <laughs> Just right in front of us. I mean, it was just, oh, my God. Never experienced anything like that. So uh, I can only imagine what Richard Pryor was like or Eddie Murphy or, you know, live like that. I mean, I uh, just – I don't put Marlon up there with those guys, but growing up with Marlon, I just loved it. And he trashed his movies. I mean, he just – he made fun of a lot of people, but he made fun of himself too, so – that's good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, well, we'll move on to uh, real quick, briefly, what we watched. Uh, uh, I'd like to kick it off with the movie I watched. Um, <laughs> I watched Orphan First Kill. And I tell you, at first, at first, I hated it. At first, I was like, it's just like rehash of what we already know, essentially. But then that twist happens, and I was like, okay, yeah. all right, now this is different territory. And, but then it gets it, but also the uh, the uh, the agent is very jarring, it wasn't really good. Uh, the agent, uh, but but the story was fun though, I didn't, I didn't hate it, I enjoyed it. Uh, what do you think about it? Uh, I like the setup with her in the mental institution, but once you get past that, it does play out like any evil child, even though she's not a child, but that subgenre plays out like that until the twist. And I, th I thought the twist was great. It, it, it brought a lot of energy to the movie and made it different. So, but after that point, you know, this is a prequel, so you know how it's going to play out eventually. The only bad thing about it was the actual the end with the father that he, you know, I don't want to spoil anything, but he's he's the only redeemable character in the movie. Also, Julia Stiles, this is a great, it's good see you seeing her again. Yeah, uh, it's, 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 I was like, oh, my wife. Like in a similar movie. Like the Omen remake or something? I think she did, yeah. Uh, I hadn't seen her in years. I immediately think of uh, 10 Things I Hate About You uh, and then Save the Last Dance. Those are the first movies I think of when I think of Julia Stiles. Yeah, I also um, yeah, I think of those and the Freddie Prince Jr. movie she did. Down to yours, down with you, or something. Down something. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but it was interesting, man. Uh, and then I watched uh, I took my granddaughter to see uh, DC Su League of Super Pets or something, mm. and I, I had a I had a fun time with that movie. Uh, it was very joy enjoyable. Uh, let me see what Bilfer says. He says, "Hey, hey, Bilfer." Hello. Uh, but yeah, it was very enjoyable. I enjoyed the uh, the I enjoyed a lot of the little uh, you know. Uh, shots at, at Marvel, like, <laughs> like, like, I should call myself Iron Man. No, and 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 uh, and, and uh, he's like, I wish I would have got a, a magical hammer, you know, and and a lot of other, like, it's very adult, you know, like yeah. the hurdle 
synopsis, but they bleep it out. It's just like, I, I have fun with it. I love the cat. I uh, absolutely love that cute serial killer cat. It was the cutest thing. I loved it. I loved that whole scene. It was very horror, and I just really enjoyed that scene. <laughs> but no, I give it, uh, I give it, I think I gave it three and a half or four mark out uh, uh, um, letterbox. Uh, I give it about, I, I would say it rests around about four for me. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was a fun movie as well. South, South Korean Co- movie called, oh, go ahead. Oh, I hated it. Oh, bro. No, I'm so sorry. I cannot agree with you on that one, Duffer. I absolutely... I, I, I just was tired after watching that movie, and I felt like a waste of time. I didn't like it. Although, you know, the action, it had great action, and it's great, you know, violence or whatever, but just... I don't know. I don't like... I don't like gimmicky movies, and it's a gimmick, gimmick of a film with a lot of one-takes. It works in some place. 1917, the one take thing worked to move the story along. And this it didn't also remind me of Hardcore Henry. It just, you know, and I didn't really care for that either. It's just like, I don't like gimmicks. You know, movies like, that's a gimmick, man. In my opinion, it's just my opinion. Brandon hadn't seen it, so he can't give his opinion on it. Well, he can give his opinion on those type of movies. Well, I don't if know, it's like Hardcore Henry, I probably wouldn't like it. I didn't like that. Um, it just it was too. It was just too fast. It was like watching a video game. Literally watching a video game, and it just I, it annoyed me. Uh, if it's like that, I just I, I probably wouldn't. Probably give me a headache. Uh, what did you watch? You watch anything? Uh, well, I watched first kill, orphan first kill, which. I mean, I, uh, we already talked about that. So I uh, watched Beast uh, last weekend, and um, I've heard some people, you know, talk about it. It's got mixed reviews. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was fun. Um, but I can understand why some people may not, because the tone is kind of all over the place. It's trying to be serious, but, yeah, it's trying to be fun. It's like the Shallows meets deep blue sea it just it's 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 all over the place um but i had fun with it i thought it was a it was an entertaining film i love the line in it and i love elba alba it's elba elba i usually get the last name right idris idris no dude idris whatever mr elba i like him and he's really good uh i like the atmosphere of the movie it was it's not too bad. See, we can feel for agreeing. Because I can't <laughs> no, no. comment on the other movies, so we're agreeing. But I thought it was entertaining. Um, and I love those type of movies anyway. That's that's my genre. So um, then I watched uh, Bone, not Bones, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Bones with, with, uh, with uh, I, I loved it. I loved it. I think it's making fun of this generation. You know, <laughs> just so I, I, I really loved it. So, it's so. so- the ending like- is so stupid and kind of took me out of it, but I was like, makes sense for this generation. That would happen. <laughs> I, I would say this about A24. They make the most interesting films. It's just, they're, they're, they're an odd duck, man. Um, but I do want to see uh, uh, 
Don't Worry My Darling or whatever the movie idea is. Uh, you know, it seems like an interesting little little film, like a thing that takes place in the daylight, you know. Huh? I was just saying it does, but it's uh she lied about Shia LaBeouf saying she fired him and he, he's got proof that he quit. Um Dude, the director? Yeah. Olivia Wilde said she had a fire to protect Florence. And I I don't know, it's just she looks kind of stupid right now, so, Ooh. Ooh. so she's, I think she's hurting her own movie. I don't know. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are saying they don't want to go see it now because another woman lied, <laughs> try to damage a man. So uh, it's just, I don't know. I'm gonna go see it for Florence though. So I'm here, I'm here for the pew. But uh, all right, well we can get to. Uh, well, Please never say that again. <laughs> uh, uh, Spider Man: No Way Home. Uh, this movie came out in 2021. This was our favorite film of 2021. Uh, both uh, Brandon and I, we it was the top of our list. Uh, it is uh, directed by John Watts, starring Tom Holland, Zendaya, Benedict Cumberbatch, Jacob Fadelon, John Favreau, Jamie Foxx, Willem Dafoe, Alfred Molina, Bandit Wong, and let's not forget uh, Willem Dafoe is in this movie as well, killing it in every scene he's in. Uh, this movie is about Spider-Man trying to... I'm going to just tell you my synopsis of it. It's about Spider-Man, uh, Tom Holland, trying to make the world forget that Mysterio out of him as, Sp- as Spider-Man. Uh, but he messes with the formula of the spell cast by Doctor Strange, and instead of making people forget, he made those that know who he is come into this reality. And that's when we get a multiverse of madness. No, we should have got that. But this is fun. This is a better movie than Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, get the, get the, uh, the numbers. I do, I do, I do. Such good numbers. Got an 8.3 out of 10 on IMDb. It's got a 71% on Metacritic. 91% like it on Google. It's got a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes with a 98 audience score. And it is certified fresh. All right. The answer Bill for this question, no, I have not seen the Stallone film yet. I plan on watching it. Um, I'm trying, I was going to try to watch it today if, if possible. Um I'm watching I'm it tomorrow. It. Are you kicking off Stallone week? Is that what that is? No, I'm, I'm not. But I'm going to watch it tomorrow night. <clears throat> Zane, you got your voice messed up. You must have been laughing. Yeah, I, since I got to Nashville, man, my, my, my throat was all messed up. I, I don't know. You got the vid? No, I do not. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, well. Let me tell you, so this movie starts with uh, pretty much the reveal that we got in uh, Far From Home that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Also, the reveal that J.K. Simmons is in this movie, which is pretty awesome. I love I love that that J.K. Simmons uh, you know, reprises the role as J. Jonah Jameson. J. 
Jane Jonah Jameson rather. Um, and uh, another thing, I realized I thought he was working for a studio. I think he was he's like a lone like podcaster or something. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because like if you look at his when you look at his studio, he had a gray screen, but it looks like it's set up in his apartment. I yeah. noticed that time around. I didn't notice it last time. Uh, but yeah, um, but uh, yeah, we get J. Jonah Jameson, uh, J.K. Simmons and J. Jonah Jameson, and I love, I love that. I just love this movie, man. Uh, where do we start? What do you want to mention? What do you want to talk about? Well, I mean, you, you gotta start. I mean, you gotta start. Ooh, but twelve times did no, bro. You should be like impervious to it now. Uh, you might have superpowers now. Good vids, but don't get to it. Superpowers. All right. <laughs> I think you gotta start where it's revealed that he's Spider Man and <laughs> he's going home, trying to get home, and you know, Happy's there and he's getting dumped and <laughs> he's so sad. And I, I, this whole scene I love because you've got Tom Holland trying to cover up the windows, the blinds, uh. Wanting to talk about them, their their breakup, and, and it's been revealed that he's Spider Man. So I, I love this. I thought it was just comedy gold. I mean, I just I thought I thought it was awesome. Um, then, what did you think about? Uh, what did you think about uh, the the uh, what was it? The happy was. What do you think the boundaries were? That happy, you know, like crossed with. I don't, you know. I don't know because everything seemed so great when they went to London. <laughs> you know, she was enjoying his. I think it was just a, a fling, though, for her. And it, as she said, it wasn't serious. It was serious to him. So I guess that would be the boundaries. He took it for something it wasn't. We were robbing there. He probably said, I love you. And she's like, oh, okay. I'm happy. I'm not there yet. You know, and that's what made it. If you awkward. were Iron Man, I would have been there, but you're not. You're his lackey. This is true. This is true. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, uh, I love that whole thing where uh, he's trying to deflect and and uh, get the problems off of him uh, and and on them. But at the same time, it's being revealed that he is Spider Man, and then this agency, which will come back to play in uh, Miss Marvel. Uh, it pops up and like pretty much is investigating Spider Man of Peter and everyone. And, and uh, and poor, poor Ned doesn't know not to speak to the police, don't speak to the police. Like, they, 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 now, I'm not saying this in real life. You might, if you need to talk to the police, <laughs> talk to them. I don't know your, I don't know your life. Uh, but, but they weren't going to snitch, right? And uh, yeah. Ned, Ned snitched without knowing that he snitched. Like, he pulled, the dude pulled a Columbo and just was asking him questions. And he's like, uh, so when did uh, when did she tell you that he was Spider-Man? No, it was me. I knew Spider-Man before, before you know. I was, yeah. I was just here. You know, he's like, come on, Dad, bro. Stop talking. Stop talking, homie. You know. He, he can't help himself, though. He's just... He's that guy, you know? He just... So positive thinking and wants to help his buddy out so badly, you know. He's just he doesn't know what he's doing. He's naive yeah. to the whole situation. 
Ever since Bush he gets in, he's really naive about. He's very naive. Actually, I thought about that later on when it comes to him with the with the thing on his hand where he can make the portal. Yeah. Uh, he he's doing the he's doing the closing with the wrong hand. That's what he is. That's why it's not closing or doing anything because he's supposed to do it with the hand with the. Uh, I think he's supposed to do it with the hand that has the the ring on it or whatever, and he's doing it with the wrong hand. That's why it wasn't working. No. Uh, I thought about that. I thought about that. I, yeah. I, yeah. So I noticed watching this third time. I, I noticed some things I did. I didn't notice before. But um, yeah, man. Um, so Tom and Zendaya, which now I have a little bit more, you know, Zendaya vibe going because I I, I watched uh, Euphoria. And she was like really, really great in the show. Uh, and so just seeing that she's downplaying herself here, and where she goes into very, very raw territory on that show, you know, uh, uh, Euphoria. Uh, but, and then, you know, watching other films with these actors in it, it makes you respect them as actors. Because you think you can go in this and watch this as a, just a dumb comic book movie. But once you see, these actors doing other things like Tom Holland and uh, and uh, that movie uh, what's it called with the devil? I forget what it's called, but uh, he's very raw and gritty in there. Benedict Cumberbatch and uh, the uh, the way of the dog. Is uh, a day like I said, Euphoria. You know these people they go on to be in other films and we already know Willem Dafoe's a powerhouse. So, but yeah. <laughs> He's been a he's been a tremendous actor. Oh God, I think I first saw him in the early '90s before Spider Man. So I mean, it, I don't remember the very first time I saw him, but I, he's just he's a powerhouse. I mean, he always he's an Oscar caliber actor, and he I feel like he has been for like three decades. So <laughs> so I mean, f- but for him to come back after all these years, oh man, this. He's he's even better in the role today than he was what well, early two thousands. Oh man! Uh, yeah, early two thousand. The first Spider Man came out. I think two thousand one. Uh, I think came out some years nine eleven because they had they had to hold some production things for it because it, it had the twin towers in it, and they and remember that time frame. People were very sensitive about seeing the twin yeah. towers in, in, in cinema. Because uh, we wasn't ready, we wasn't there yet to see see the towers. Now we got to a point where we're okay with seeing them again. Uh, which, you know, now we now we nostalgically look up, remember the towers and life before nine eleven. You know, it's just for us who lived during that thing. It's just you know it's different for you know especially for this other generation that grew up post nine eleven. Yeah. Don't really, it's like it's like us talking about nine eleven um, is the equivalent of you know our parents talking about like Kennedy being assassinated or talking about Pearl Harbor or any yeah. we're not your parents or grandparents or whatever you know what I'm saying it's mm. just something that for us who lived through it is different so you know we we show I think. I might be wrong, but I think that those that went 
went through that time frame, showed more respect towards that that day than a lot of other people. I don't know why I got there, but yeah, the reason why I got there is because I remember in the first uh, promotional stuff with Toby, uh, there was a scene where they he stuck a helicopter between the uh, Twin Towers and they had to digitally remove it. So I believe the first one came out in 2001. But yeah, no, uh, but to your point, I think Willem, Willem, he just, he he was already, he was one of the best things about the first Spider-Man movie with Toby. Um, and in this, he's like one of the best things about this movie. He's just like, yeah, he just he just steals every scene that he's in. Um, and in my, well, I mean, I think they, well, not the guy playing the lizard. He doesn't. I mean, he doesn't do all that much. I and I have a problem with him, the CGI with him. I didn't at the first first couple times watching it. Watching it Wednesday night, I was like, yeah, I can. It don't look as good as I thought it did. Uh, so. But I think everything else is great. I love the Sandman more. I thought I think his look is better in No Way Home. I mm-hmm. think Electro is much better. <laughs> I mean, Jamie Foxx would probably agree, hundred percent too. Um, I, I know. I, I just thought all the villains stepped up their game, except for the Lizard. I, he, he was he was just okay. I mean, you know. What do you think about? Uh... What'd you think about uh, the principal or the teacher, Mr. Harrington, and Mr. Dale, which is J.D. Smooth, Martin Sarge, Mr. Harrington, the Hannibal Barris as Coach Wilson, and how Coach Wilson is like a conspiracy theorist who believes yeah. that uh, that uh, Mysterio was right, <laughs> and he he doesn't mind saying it to to, uh, to uh, Peter. He tells him that you know. Mysterious is right. You're a murderer. <laughs> well, I mean, well, at least, at least he's straight up with him about it. Most people wouldn't be. So, just like, but I don't know. I mean, I felt a little awkward at first. Mm-hmm. Like, and it really didn't go anywhere. Was he in, even in the movie the rest of the way? I don't remember. No, it's pretty much, they were only in the school part, and then that's it. Um, but I mean, it, it, I just felt awkward. That whole thing felt a little. I felt like Peter in that moment. This is awkward. <laughs> you know, it's just like this whole thing's awkward. I just want to go to class. <laughs> um, now I remember in theaters when I, when we watched it, people marked out uh, for uh, Matt Murdock, Charlie Cox, uh, his popping yeah. up. Um, it's. It still was a great moment for me just to see him again, and you know it's like, and he's playing, he's Daredevil, he's Daredevil, uh, and and I love that. Uh, oh man, I just love that. I love that. Uh, what? <laughs> I just seen a picture of uh, <laughs> I just seen a picture of uh, a Benny Day Cumberbatch with a girl on his arms, and I'm wondering because she looks very young. I wonder if his wife is a Young girl that used to be on the Disney movie, <laughs> but okay, I, I digress. I just seen a picture that like on my laptop here on my little thing. But all right, uh, but no, uh, let's go ahead and mention these villains because that's when the party starts to, as Jr. says, business picked up. Uh, we gotta talk about Doc Ock. First of all, 
He's great. I love, yeah. I, now, I love, I, I, I always loved Spider Man 2 over Spider Man from the first Spider Man movie. Uh, yeah. it, it, I don't think sacrilege, sacrilegious to say it because I think that it was great. The version was great, but I loved, I just love the villain. I love Doc Ock more uh, as a villain. Um, and I thought that it felt more like a, uh, felt more like a, uh, a, a raining type of film. Um, and so, but yeah, I, lo- I love uh, Otto Octavius. And him popping up again, who pretty much, I don't know if they did the aging or what, but he yeah, was. They did. I thought I thought it was pretty good. I didn't think it looked bad. You didn't. I give this Marvel. Marvel does does a pretty good job with the agent. Um, it's very seamless to me, in my opinion. You know, it's not jarring. Especially for the amount of time he was in it, because I want to say he's in it the most of the villains. Yeah, I think he's got a little bit more time than Defoe. Uh, and he, I think he's great. I think he's phenomenal. I think you know, I think he's better than he was in Spider Man 2. Actually, he just we'll get to it, but when he reunites with a certain Peter, it's just oh man, it's like it's just perfection the way he delivers his line, you know, and just just seeing him back and in this role, uh, like William Defoe, seeing him back, it, it's how can they top themselves and they somehow do? And I, they're just very seasoned, uh, Oscar worthy actors. And, you know, and I, I, you could tell though, when they, they were being interviewed, how much fun they had revisiting this characters 20 years later. I mean, it's incredible how good they were playing the character 20 something years after the effect. You know, what's crazy, man, is that, um, we have essentially been going through. This is like the longest. Like it's uh, it's such. It, I it's a it's a long build up to this film. You're thinking about, you know, like you said, 20, 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, first Spider Man, Toby Toby McGuire, uh, to like now, and, and and Andrew Garfield and all that, just including all that into this. To get to this point where in t- t- uh, 2021 we were able to see all this, all the Spider-Man and and all the villains that we like, you know, in a movie together, and and that was special. It really was special. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought I was able to see that. You know, it's just oh no, I mean, wow. I mean, who would have ever thought? First off, who would have ever thought? Toby or Andrew would be back as Peter Parker or Spider-Man, you know, ever. I mean, no one, once Toby lost the role, that's it. That's no more. He's done, you know, same thing with Andrew. You know, you just never thought they would be back in the role. And the fact that they were and, and, oh man, Andrew gets his redemption. Clearly. I mean, he just got his redemption. Yeah, I love how, Toby played it too. It was just he didn't even need to say anything. Just seeing him on screen again—that that's all we needed. That's all we wanted. Um, just waving, hello. <laughs> just it was just oh man, got goosebumps. Um, really now you mentioned you didn't like the uh, makeup with uh, Reese Ivans is Doctor Kirk Connors. Yeah. Uh, 
I want to talk about this guy, though, this actor. Man, this man has come a long way in films. Uh, he was in, like, The Replacements. As, yeah. Like, the kick- Kicker. Uh, he was in uh uh, uh he's in uh a uh, little Nicky uh as like was the he? brother the, yeah he's the one that the demon brothers that escaped from hell uh been a long time and, yeah <laughs> I've seen that yeah it, like that's what I'm saying like he's man he's come a long way in his in acting he's currently in um the House of the Dragon the new Game of Thrones. Uh, prequel show, um, and just like man, Naughty Hill, he's one of it's like I love Naughty yeah, Hill. I remember that, but yeah, just it's just amazing how um, now out of out of all the villains, he was the weakest one. Honestly, um, yeah. I didn't. I, I never liked Sandman. I never liked Sandman, even in uh, uh, even in three. I didn't like him then. And I didn't, and they didn't bring back a Venom, which it would have been great. I would have loved to see, I would love to see uh, Topher Grace as Venom. I would have seen that again. That would have been great. Uh, even though people think it's, it's weak, I think, I think, I thought it'd been great just to kind of bring that in. But we got the main villains that really mattered, I guess. Yeah. But, but no, nobody, nobody can hold a candle to Willem. In this movie, and then uh, 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 uh but I loved how <laughs> I loved how Tom Holland's uh, uh, Peter Parker, like, has no idea who these people are, and yeah. and, and he's like, yeah, I can help you find your, you know, your son. Or, you know, just calm down for a while. You know, you know, <laughs> like you just kind of trying to, hey, hey, guys, you know, let's not, let's not, you know, be killing people and stuff. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, but oh, we get we get there now. You ready to go ahead and dive into the other Spideys popping up? Well, we gotta talk about the the pivotal scene that happened. So Spider Man tries to uh, cure everybody, yeah. uh, but in the meantime, and I'm glossing over Doctor Strange being sent to like to hard the desert or whatever. Uh, he was like a malefactor in this movie. Yeah, I mean, but here's what I really liked about this movie when you talk about supporting characters. Aunt May had a really good story arc. Because Peter didn't really want to help at first. He's like, it's not my responsibility. And she was like, yes, it is. <laughs> you help people. This is what you do. And it was all building to the classic line from all the other Spider-Man film that we haven't heard in this version um, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. And it just I love her story arc. And I hadn't always been a big fan of her as Aunt May. You know, I, oh, yeah. but this movie, oh, it, she nailed it. And I was like, Yeah. It, it yeah. still gets me what happens, you know, to her. Yeah. And I was like, man. Cause you know, going into this movie, I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting her to have no real impact because she's had no real impact in the other two movies. I was like, but uh, I don't know. I've always preferred the original actress over anybody, but I really, really enjoyed what Marissa Tomei did here. Um, I want to mention real quick, 
uh, about that. It's not my responsibility line. Uh, it's funny because you watched Tom Holland, not Tom Holland, you watched Andrew Garfield not too long ago. Uh, but you can tell me if, if, if it's in there. But I know that in the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, when he's talking to Uncle Ben, he tells him about before. That's when he gives him the with great power comes great responsibility. When he's saying it's not my problem and things like that, uh, and uh, he then uh, he uh, when the guy was running out and uh, and he doesn't stop him, and he said uh, he tells the promoter, "Hey, it's not my problem," you know. Uh, yeah. So my point is, I wonder if Andrew Garfield's character had that it's not my problem type of thing in, in that film, in The Amazing yeah. Spider-Man. I don't right. remember. Okay. Yeah. It just wasn't as infamous as, you know, the original Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I love that that Tom's, uh, Peter, Peter Parker Tom, uh, his his thing was, it's not my problem. Yeah, because you think of it later they done kill my were hurt and then later kill my um and so it, but you know she says no it's like you said she said no that's what we do we help people you know and 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 in reality these villains just needed to be helped they all had an issue that needed to be solved yeah. the reason they became evil was because of uh fell into a bad of ills uh uh you know, scientifically modified eels are uh, are are uh, to a bad of uh, sand and scientifically modified sand. I don't know, but you know, they all became evil for some reason, and they needed to be. That if they had an issue solved, then they're no longer evil. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. But Willem, oh, uh, he he has. He played two different roles. He played, he played that of uh, the Goblin, the Green Goblin, and then he also played uh, that of Norman. Uh, Norman, uh, yeah. And so when he was Norman, he was sympathetic. When he was the Goblin, he was actually scary. He's very scary. He's the only, he's the main threat in this film, honestly. Yeah, and you know he's always been like for fans fans casting perfect for the Joker. And I just felt like he was Joker in a Marvel movie. <laughs> you know, especially when he laughed. I mean, I just, oh man, I got goosebumps. But I, when, I when, when he got, when he punched and he was just like smiling. Yeah. I, I just, I loved every, everything about him in this movie, whether, whether he was Norman or whether he was the Goblin. It just, he just, he brought the energy up no matter what he was doing. And he, I gotta say it, man. He's one of the best villains in the MCU, and he's only, only had one movie. He's been in one movie, <laughs> and he's know? not technically an MCU villain. Yeah, not but technically, now but now he is. But now he is. Like, like honestly, we did the best villain. Best, he's the best villain thus far in the MCU, uh, other than uh, Thanos, because he's. Just he's mad. He's he's, he's just yeah, he's, monotonous. Yeah, uh, I mean, I would say as far as entertaining value goes, I would give it to Defoe, give it to the Goblin over Thanos. You know. Yeah, I agree. Wise, uh, but yeah, 
I guess we're at the point where we get to meet the other two Spider Men. Yeah. So, uh, so Ned, who has the Ringo, the uh, sorcerer ring, he says, "I just wish I could see Peter Parker, uh, Peter again." And uh, he opens the portal, and in the distance we see Spider Man, and and uh, he call, they call Peter, and then he turns around and runs and up jumps in the portal. And it's Andrew, and he, and I'm like, oh yes, I loved it. Like like I loved it. Man. So just like it's like it's crazy how how excited I was for that. See, and I've seen it before. I was just, I'm just excited in this whole scene. Yeah, yeah. Him crawling on the wall, and getting the cobweb, uh, and then like and then like they they do it again, and <laughs> and it's like it's just and they say I'm just a normal guy, but we. Mark out because we know it's Toby, yeah. Uh, and and the and the old the grandmother, the she like kind of waves, like like because he's Toby. You can't can't help but to love Toby, right? Yeah, I mean, it's. I think her reaction was what they felt the audience's reaction was going to be. Oh my god, I can't believe it! You know, because <laughs> I mean, she's a fan. She's us, then, right? Yeah, I, I mean. Yeah, we were excited for Andrew. I mean, just the way he played it, too. He played it different than The Amazing Spider-Man, which I loved that he played it different. Uh, he was more fun, more sympathetic in this. But when you see Toby, you just, like I said, he didn't even have to say a word. Just seeing his presence, you just couldn't believe it. You were so excited just to see him again. And I, I love the fact they let Andrew really shine. And Toby kind of took a back seat because he really didn't need to do anything; just needed to be there. So I really love that. And and Andrew just he gets he gets redemption. And we we have to talk about that. Like so, we know that Aunt May dies, and yeah. uh, and so and Peter goes to a dark place. Uh, but Toby uh, Andrew's Peter uh, tells him, "Man, I wanted I wanted to stop you from." Going where I went, essentially. So he yeah. said he stopped pulling. He said he stopped pulling punches, and got vengeful and got, you know, ugly, spiteful, mm-hmm. and and uh, and just and the just the way the emotion in Andrew Garfield's face is just heartbreaking because you know he that's his biggest regret is that he couldn't say save uh, Gwen. Uh, and uh, and that and that and that, like as you mentioned, the first time we talked about this movie back on the podcast, uh, his redemptive arc was also very beautiful. I'm glad that he got a redemption. He his, his, he got a character arc that that he needed uh, with uh, yeah. with MJ. So yeah, uh, he he definitely needed it. And it, I mean, I loved how it how they played it too. Like she was like, "Are you okay?" She's like, I don't know. You're 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 about to cry, and you're you're tearing up here. What? But it was a shared moment between him and the audience, you know. And it was just beautiful. It really was. And and I've never really been a big fan of Andrew Garfield, uh, his Spider Man. So, I, but even I, I was tearing up. So, I mean, he whether you were a big fan of his or not, he won you over in No Way Home. And I mean that simple uh and 
and even every time we go back and watch it, you know, even today, I mean, I still get emotional with that scene, mm-hmm. especially his expression. You know, it's like, it's like I did it. I can breathe again. I, you know, I, I, I got my redemption, you know, and it, it was just a beautiful moment. And also, uh, we got to mention Toby. So Toby, uh, his his Spider-Man, I guess, in this time frame, this is the same. This is Toby Maguire as Spider-Man after Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3 has happened, and he has lived life. Mm-hmm. Apparently, MJ isn't really together no more, is what it sounds like to me. Uh, it's just they're making uh, it work. So I don't know... What that really means, if they, I think it could possibly mean they do have a kid together and making it work by being co-parents. Mm. It could be like into the Spider Verse where they were divorced. Mm. In that, in that movie, I don't know. I mean, he says they're making it work, so I, I don't really know what he means by that. But he was like, he's a. Uh, also, I love that they brought back up his back injury. Uh, yeah, I love that and- too. They brought that back, and uh, they they the elephant in the room with his webs, his organic webs. <laughs> yeah. you know, I love just like who Brandon, who would have thought we'd we see a movie with these guys and like all sharing the screen together, talking, and and it's, it's Spider Man's talking to each other, man. And then like and then on like you said, on top of that, you have their interaction with their villains, not only their villains but others' villains, mm-hmm. and so. Like, uh, it's like it's such a magical movie, man. It's crazy. Uh, like, I love that. Like, like you mentioned it before when we first started. Uh, how Doc Ock and Toby had their reunion. Yeah. And uh, and and it's almost like old friends seeing each other again. It wasn't like a villain because Doc had been cured, and so he's seeing his old friends, his his pupil, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh. As a grown-up, he's, he's just pleased to see what he turned into, what what he became, and I love that, man. Yeah, it was like they have a special bond. I mean, and you know, it, it was a good moment. It really was. Now, I actually thought he might have had one with you know Norman as well, but they 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 just kind of looked at each other after the fact. Norman stabbed him in the back. <laughs> You know, which was a big moment in the movie. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like, don't kill Toby. Don't kill Toby. I gasped. I was like, oh, God, no. <laughs> they bring him back to kill him? <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, I was, I was getting angry. I was getting, I was so upset. I was like, he's going to die. He's going to die. They brought Toby back and he's going to die. The state has issued oh. a shelter in place. Oh, 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 oh. Let me take that. There we go. It's playing on there. Uh, my uh, it's playing the Spider-Man trailer on my on my iPad, but uh, but yeah, man, it's just like that scene where uh, where yeah, like where Toby does the bigger thing and stops uh, Tom from stabbing uh, Norman, uh, you know, stops him, and that just was, that it's a big moment. Yeah, he he's like no, he's just the look in his eyes like no. Don't do it. Don't, don't do that. You know, and I loved it because it wasn't about the history he has with the Osborns or anything. He just didn't want him to make the same mistake he made, you know. And, 
But there is the history with the Osbournes as well. It's like I just wish that they would have played a little bit more with that. Like I wish that um, Norman would have asked about Harry. You know how he turned out, and which would would it would have been it would have been a good scene. I had to kill him like I killed you. <laughs> but no. uh, <laughs> actually, I don't think. No, I think uh, Harry actually died in saving Peter. Yeah. Taken in the third movie. But, um, yeah. But I love the whole scene with they're talking about the best friends turning on them. And mm-hmm. Ned's like, I promise I won't, I won't turn on you. <laughs> I was uh, like, you know it's coming, though. You know, in the yeah. trilogy, he's going to turn. And it makes sense now. He won't even know who he is. Yeah, it's like, man, let me. All right, we got we, we go there now. So the end of this movie, the only way the Spider Man gets to stop this, all these people coming into this universe, is by having everyone forget who he is, and that includes uh, MJ, it includes Ned, it includes Doctor Strange, it includes yeah. every single person knowing who he is uh, to forget him. And he's also sending everybody back to their accurate universes at the time that they left. Uh, <laughs> somebody on YouTube said, well, they're just sending them back to die because if they took them right before they were about to die, then they're just going to be going back and being murdered. Like, then. Uh, although, uh, it would be, be great and it spreads different possibilities if now those movies have changed. The ending has changed. Yeah. Uh, where, uh, uh, Norman Norman Osborn isn't killed by his glider. He's alive and he's no longer a villain or you know Sandman or wherever else you know. But I don't know, man. Although Dagot was transformed before he died, so it's like he's back to being who he was. Yeah, like ultimately he changed himself. So yeah, I mean. I don't know how that would play out. I would say they wouldn't be killed, though. Uh, it would seem kind of pointless to change them. But it opens up possibilities, though, Brandon. It does open up possibilities. and I, It's why I think you're actually going to get a Spider-Man 4, an amazing Spider-Man 3. We're going to find out what actually happens when they come back. You just can't leave it like it is. You, you, we got to know. You know, and the yeah. audience wants to know. The audience wants these movies, so yeah. I, the audience wants. That thing it, is, it won't be Marvel; it'll be Sony. Yeah, uh, and if anything, yeah, it puts another feather in the cap of Sony, where it's Sony's like, well, we can keep this thing riding much better. Like they, they are not relinquishing the rights to Spider-Man anytime soon. That is their cash cow. <laughs> so, uh, Venom is second. You know, but, but they, like it's a comic shot. They don't know how yeah. to make a, a comic book movie. They don't. They need Marvel. Mar- they yeah. need Marvel. Because when they do it on their own, they, it falls short. I mean, even with the Venom movies, even if you do like them, you, you have to admit that they're not like Marvel. And I like yeah. them, but they're, they're, there's something missing. And I don't want to even get, get on Morbius. <laughs> Just it's on I, another level. Yeah, <laughs> But uh, uh, yeah. So all right. So at the end they forget. Uh, but 
this movie who kind of revealed has been a very long uh, origin story for Spider-Man. For yeah. him to become Spider-Man that is in the comics. That we, uh, the Spider-Man that we know. Uh, and so, oh wow, well, just I enjoyed the movie, man. Uh, what else? Anything great. else you want to mention? What's that? Anything else you want to mention? Oh, I just, I just want to talk briefly. Talk about you know when he's in the diner, you know, with MJ, and he he's got the letter because she's telling him before she forgets to remind me. You know, do whatever you gotta do, and he chooses chooses not to do it. Why do you think he chose not to do it? I don't think he, because he saw the he saw the uh, scar on her neck or something, so he remembers that her knowing who he is got her in harm's way, and he doesn't want her to be in harm's way. He yeah. doesn't want, want to save his friends the pain from knowing who he is. But I think that it's fate that they find out who he is, and so. In the next one, they're gonna find out somehow or another who he is, unless he, you know, like it. It's not believable that he just will stay away from them completely. No, I mean, but I am curious to see where they go with the the story. You know, if they are gonna do the Sinister Six storyline. Uh, also, that one of the end credit scenes was Venom. He gets transferred back into the Sony verse. <laughs> But there's a little yeah. bit of him left here in the MCU. So I think he's going to be one of the villains in one of the next Spider-Man films um, in Tom's. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's going to play him, but, you know, it'd be, I'm curious to see where they go with that. Right. Well, ready to give our marks again? Yeah, go ahead. There ain't nothing changed for me. This is a five mark outside of five type of movie for me. I, I don't see nothing wrong with it. Uh, it doesn't. I, I, I felt. I felt entertained. I felt. Uh, you know, I, I loved everything about this movie. It's just like one of the best Marvel films slash Sony films out there. So yeah. Yeah, five mark outs. Um. Uh, is this what? This is in Phase 4, so this is the best thing to come out of Phase 4. <laughs> Easily the best. Um, I, I, it, it, it's left me wanting to know more. Not really about the MCU. I, I don't really care. For, I hate to say I don't care, but when you compare it you to the movie, care. I don't care what the rest of the MCU is doing, but I am so looking forward to see what, what's next for Spider-Man. Like that's what this movie's left me. Like I don't care about the rest. Just give me more Spider-Man. <laughs> that's where yeah. I'm at. But um, yeah, I have five markouts easily. Uh, it's I do think it is one of the best MCU films, and I think yeah. he's moved up some notches. Uh, is becoming one of coming the best MCU character. I agree. Uh, it'd be a travesty if uh, if. They don't continue this character yeah. in some way, shape, or form. Uh, yeah. So that. So next week we are uh, going to be visiting Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, we're there now. We're 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 almost done with all the Marvel stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, it's only taken about a year. 
let's see. I'm trying to scroll up here just to be on uh, be sure. So what we didn't watch was the Groot stuff, which is fine. If Brandon wants to watch it, you can. They are like short. They're like six minutes long each episode, but they're it's not necessary. Um, but yeah, so after Multiversal Madness, we get into Hawkeye, then Moon Knight, then She Hawk, then Miss Marvel, and we're we're done. And well, Thor and we're will be out too by then. Oh. Yeah, Thor, I forgot about that. Thor will probably fall. Uh, I'll tell you whenever it lands, it lands sometime soon, I guess early September. It's coming out on Disney Plus. Yeah. Then we'll be done. Then we'll be done. But yeah. Well, then of course, Wakanda Forever is going to be coming out. So uh, we'll revisit. We'll, we'll talk about it when we when it does. But uh, for those that don't know, our Halloween feature this year is going to be uh, Friday thirteenth. I, I say so. that. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. If not, then maybe Child's Play. But you ain't you ain't there yet, are you? I'm not there yet, no. I no, have probably... child's play. You talk the films or you talk the show? Film and the show. Oh, I got the films. I don't have the show. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe Friday 13th. But yeah, because I, I know the, the new that's series. what was promised. Yeah, um, <laughs> I know the new series is coming out uh, in October, the new season, season two of Chucky. Um, but yeah, no, I loved it. We're we do we'll be doing Friday thirteenth because it's promised. I'm I'm a man of my word. We're gonna watch we're gonna watch all the Friday thirteenth. It's like twelve of them. Listen to his voice, like, oh man, I don't want to do this. Hey, guess what? I didn't want to revisit every Halloween film either, but I did. That's, that's a fair point, brother. Fair point. Well, all right. Uh, Anything else you want to say to the people there, Brando? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you like this episode, you please like, share, and, of course, as always, subscribe to our channel. We love you. We appreciate everybody that subscribed last week. A lot of people subscribed last week. It was mm -hmm. our most viewed episode in, what, 10 months? Yes. And Aaron we thank said you. This because of RRR, I'm going to give a little Elvis... Elvis got the the, the billing. Top billing. Yeah, I was shocked you put Elvis at first. I was like, "What's he doing?" Well, okay, yeah, it's okay. probably our. You said that's the newest movie and it's big, so. Yeah, but Elvis is also big. You know, you can't, the king is always going to be big. But uh, but yeah, you like it, share, subscribe, comment, comment on our YouTube channel. Uh, oh, we what both you know. People didn't tune in for Eternals. Nobody wants to see the Eternals. Nobody, nobody, nobody's there for that. Uh, only Icarus. If, the, if it was called Icarus, then maybe. But um, all right. Well, we will be back, God willing, next week uh, to mark out with you again. Aaron Whitlow, Brandon Spivey, and we thank you for marking out with us here on the Mark Out Movie Podcast. Peace. <laughs>